0: About two years ago, we're sitting at a coffee shop, we're catching up, and you get this text and you had an audition for a big project. Oh, yeah, remember? that's right,
1: yeah, you were right. There. Yes,
0: <laughs> and it was for a Meek Mill music video.
1: Yeah, because we were at Starbucks, and I was like, oh snap, I just booked this project. I had no idea it was Meek Mill. The director wants to talk in like 20 minutes or something. I'm, didn't I take the call right there?
0: Yeah, yeah, I was like, do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes, are you <laughs> kidding was- me?
1: Dang, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was dope.
0: So how did it feel, cause you had just come to LA and then you're working on this like world-class artist, the the biggest thing you could dream for. And I remember that the music video was this story about boxing. Oh yeah. And it wasn't like you hear, oh, hip hop music video, it's not some like girl twerking. Like you had a real dramatic role.
1: Oh yeah, I got to like really throw in my acting chops. It was great, because, like, yeah, I had just got here, and I had been commuting from Las Vegas for a year and a half, though. So, to, to finally decide to come here, they not really have much, and to book something, like, that big, that quick, and I was the leading role, like...
0: So, you were coming from Vegas to here for auditions and for like a day shoot and that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. So what happened was um, I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio, and uh, I got to a point where I was like, you know, if I really want to pursue my dreams and aspirations, then I can't do it from Columbus, Ohio. So one random day, my grandma helped me pack up my car, didn't really have a destination. I wanted to come to California, but somewhere along the road trip, I decided to just stop in Vegas because I had family there and I knew I could crash as long as I wanted to. I stayed there like two days though and had to get my own spot. I couldn't do that now. No offense, I love my family, but I had to go. <laughs> and um, at the time, four hours to LA sounded a lot better than 2000 miles from Columbus to LA. Yeah. So I ended up commuting back and forth for a year and a half. Some weeks I ha- I would be in LA like, Multiple times so I would go there come back in the same day. I mean like it got so Exhausted so yeah year and a half of like really doing what's considered the impossible to be honest
0: But you did it which is something that I have admired about you We haven't spent that much time like in person But I feel like I've known you for a long time. I know, right? Yeah, because we connected on Instagram and I think I was working on a project uh called the friend at the door it was this like very dark film that i I was working on with my friend scott and i found you looking through like uh, you know the hashtags of like actor and actress yeah and like i saw you and like you had the look of like oh she would be perfect for this role so i messaged you and then we you did an audition for it the project never went anywhere but we we stay connected yeah and i have seen you consistently for the last like over three, four years, always try, always have a new project. You're either singing or dancing or you're writing something or you're acting, you're modeling. I think that is one of the keys to actually making it in our industry because I'm afraid that young people, especially they think, oh, I come out of college. I want to do this. I will get this cover walking down the street at a pharmacy, some big shop producer's gonna find me, and then I'm gonna be the next like Black Widow, and I'm gonna be in the Avengers, and so far, what has been your experience regarding that, and the projects, like the big projects that you have gotten, how has that happened for you?
1: Well, no one discovered me at a gas station, you know, that would be great. <laughs> that would be so nice, but that's not how it works you got to wake up and be willing to believe in yourself every day there's there's it's the behind the scenes work that no one's talking about like uh taking the time to make sure you have an agent like that requires work not only do you have to make sure your packaging is good like your head shots but you need to have something visually aesthetically that they can look at and know that you're capable like you can know you're capable but these people don't know you you know you can be beautiful, but can you act? do you have talent? are you like do you have the etiquette to be a lead on a whole production like can you lead that because that actually takes expertise it takes practice and time. So it's it's work like you really have to work for this and then you're gonna put in a lot more work that no one sees than what you reap. So like yeah now I could be like, oh I have this commercial and that and this and that but like I'm still doing the same work every day like it's not like i don't have to work a day of my life like those those are day rates like let's keep it real you know get you a nice little day rate decent buyout but it's la so that covers what your rent your car note maybe a few luxuries but you need to book something else so i may have to do like 20 auditions just to book one but i have to do the auditions right so mm-hmm. it's work.
0: Yeah. So how did you get your agent? That's a question that I ask everyone because I think people starting out they they don't they don't have a way of doing it. Oh
1: yeah. How did
0: that work for you?
1: I came from doing a lot of brand ambassador work, and so if anyone does brand ambassador work, you know that you have to submit like your headshots and things to uh, like the brand ambassador agencies. And what is
0: brand ambassador work for like people who don't know?
1: Oh, so like anytime it's like event work, so uh big companies small companies if they're doing an event a lot of times they want event models decent looking people to just show up work their stand their hand out their flyers whatever the event may right. be that's brand ambassador work so i came from doing that and in my head i was like if this is considered promotional modeling <laughs> this is literally how it clicked yeah i was like well i want to be the person in the pictures you know if i'm handing out a flyer like i'm like how do i be that girl in the picture and i'm like if this is promotional modeling then i probably just need to email actual modeling agencies like some decent pictures or something and somebody will hit me back and that's how i did it i just i googled like modeling agencies in los angeles and i went to each individual website and however their submission process worked because it says it on there i just
0: so how many did you do before you heard back
1: i don't know axel i pretty much i looked at their websites okay if i didn't like the website if it looked like old and crusty i was like i'm gucci like i'm not <laughs> so if i like the website i said i basically submitted to every reputable modeling agent to my standard so how whatever number that is i don't know but i emailed all of them three hit back one signed me.
0: so it was more than 10
1: Way more than 10.
0: Way more than 10. More than 20.
1: Probably. I don't know. Because it's, it's a lot, but when you when you think about the ones you actually want to be signed to, it's really like, it's a smaller industry than you think.
0: That's awesome. Do you think uh, actors should try to sign with anyone, or should they focus on like what you did, focus on this top 10 or 20 that I really, really, really like, and then go after those?
1: It just depends. So if you're wanting to do more actual like modeling, print modeling, then you probably want to pay a lot more attention. But when you're doing theatrical, I think there's a lot more options. Yeah, you have like your top five, but more than likely, if you're just coming in, you're not going to get with them because they're referral based anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can still secure. You just when you're submitting to these like theatrically, you want to make sure there's no one on their roster that looks like you or else what's the point because you don't want competition in your own home and also they may not sign you because they already have a you so if anything just just look at the roster and then see if is and see about like I look for aesthetics so I'm like okay I see these people it looks like they sign like some pretty hip cool people this looks like a place that may get me that may attract what I want because each agency in my opinion has a law of attraction to what they naturally get. So I would pay attention to stuff like that too.
0: That's really cool. Is that the same way that you look at saying yes to a project? And I'm almost referring to something that comes directly to you. I'm pretty sure that on Instagram, you probably have directors and producers and people that just hit you up. Hey, I would like to cast you for this. How do you decide on that? And what advice would you give to people when they're getting like, actors and actresses were are getting those requests what should they look for so they don't get like burned or like work on a shitty project that everything oh goes horrible
1: dang well first look at look at the person who's asking you you know like look at their social media like how do they post do you or if they have like a website or something look at their work is their work a reflection of something you want to be a part of you know just because someone's asking you to be a part of something that you really want to act this is a reflection of you too you don't know what the project will or won't do but just make sure that like i i keep saying aesthetics because people the story could be good and it could be shot really really bad and no one's gonna say oh that's some poor directing oh the sound man didn't do his job they're gonna be like i don't know about that movie why you do that movie you know all they see is you so just make sure whatever they're asking of you is a reflection of how you see yourself in the long run that's how i start thinking about projects like yeah that's
0: really cool so you have gone out of just acting and modeling and you're also doing some other things you're writing you have your podcast tell me a little bit about that entire like creative flow and like all of these things that we keep like different balls in the air that makes everything harder but at the same time i feel like it helps you like to keep going
1: it's true so like in this industry you as you know axel like it's very self-motivating right like you have to choose to wake up and pursue this if you don't you're not gonna make no money you're not gonna get no clients you ain't gonna have no scripts nothing nothing moves unless you decide it moves Mm -hmm. so in doing that like you can go through burnouts cuz like i do a lot of auditions and like i said the percentage that i actually book versus what i'm putting out is night and day right so it's good to have other projects passion projects that you're like your your only talent isn't going to be acting you have more talents that you're great at so make sure you live and do things that you like i'm a natural storyteller I grew up with my grandma. She was a natural storyteller. Like we have so many laughs just standing in the living room telling stories about somebody at the grocery store. Like this lady did this, let me tell you. You know, like just storytellers. So that's what my podcast is. is storytelling and my book Reimag like The Nightly Affirmational Night The Nightly Affirmation Journal it is like a story within itself and it's a way for other people to create their own stories every day because mm-hmm. that's something I'm good at. And when I'm able to like finish my own projects, then I still see progress in my life outside of being judged every day from other people because, oh, we like her. Her audition was great, but uh, she has like kind of freckles. I kind of wanted someone with no freckles. And she's 5'7". I wanted someone who was 5'6". You know, like... I can't control that.
0: So how do you deal with that, Paris? Because that's something that for actors... I, I did some acting when I was younger. I would like to do more acting just for fun. But I would not pursue acting as a career. Because it's so tricky. Yeah. It's like what you just said of like you're too too tall or too short, to this or to that. How do you deal with that like ongoing? Does it get better after a hundred no's and then you just...
1: I think that I've just... I'm knee deep in like I've already made up my mind I've already come all the way from Columbus Ohio to Los Angeles the least I can do is make it that's my mindset (laughs) the least I can do for myself is be great like I didn't come here to do anything but be great so that's my mentality. And like even my husband, I tell him all the time, I go on rants, I'm like, nah, nah, I gotta get myself together because I the least I can do is be great. Like, I'm not playing, okay? Y'all gonna see me. I'm gonna be an A-lister. That's how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. So that's what that fire, you gotta like keep reigniting your own fire. Cause it will burn low sometime. But you just gotta keep going the best way you know how.
0: So the least I can do is be great.
1: The least i can do for myself is be great i'm gonna make it that's what i tell myself
0: i love that i really like your book i I got it like the the first first one yeah yeah yeah. the first week that came out and it's very interesting i was not expecting that at all i was like oh Paris has a book yeah i'll get it like i got it just to support you i love and then when i got it i was like oh this is serious like i should have to sit down and think about this how do you see mindset and all the things that you are putting in your head reflecting in your career and everything that you're doing
1: um well first off thank you for getting the book i actually revamped it it looks so much it looks so cool now it's got color and everything um but as far as mindset goes mindset is everything and that's so along my journey i took a writing class i had went back to college for a little bit within like these past couple years And I learned that I really loved writing. I already knew I was a good storyteller, but I loved writing. And in that, I also learned that I really loved thought processing, like how how people naturally function. If you pay attention to the room, you can literally if you understand how people think naturally, just based off perception, then you can relate or communicate with anyone. Like anyone. And that's an art that I really love. So when I think about mindset, it's like a passion of mine. And I'm always thinking like, okay, how can this be this? Like you hear people talk about laws of attraction. You hear people talk about uh, realms and things that people operate in versus, I don't know, this or that. It's a passion of mine. But if anything, if you just always think to yourself highly then highly things will happen. It's really simple, but it can be intricate too. I don't know. But one thing I do know is that if you take the time to imagine the things that you want and you feel great about them, they're gonna happen. It's the law of the universe. Hmm. It's how this thing is coded.
0: For me, I see it as more a practical thing. Like I hear all of that and to me it sounds a little bit too much like I can't control it, but I've seen that work. And my theory on it is you're just paying attention to something that you're imagining for yourself, and because you're paying attention to that, is the difference between saying yes to being on the podcast to say no? Like if if you think highly of yourself, you, you will think, this is what I, my exercise is, would the future axle that I want to be be doing this and if the answer is yes even if i'm afraid even if it's hard i'll still do it and i think that's the little trick of micro decisions where you know you could go to the beach or you could work a little bit more on your book you could go and have breakfast with friends or you could come here at eight in the morning and do a podcast on a saturday like those little things i think make a compound effect over time. And I've seen it with your career where I've seen you stay consistent and then little by little, it's like you see what some people might look at and, and say, oh, Paris, she's so great. She's always doing all these commercials and all this like acting and the films and this and that. And I've seen you for like years doing a little bit more, a little bit more every time. So how do you envision like the next three, five years, what are those things that you're imagining for yourself that you want to, because I want to, this is my selfish mind, right? I want to have you here on the podcast saying these things. And then three, five years from now, when you make it big, I get to have that little clip of Perry saying, I'm going to do this. And then it happens.
1: Dang, that's deep. Okay. Well, first off, what you said was very profound. I didn't even know what you realized you said was so profound So there are these things that I recognize called synchronicities in your life, right? Where you can probably think back years from like years ago when you were significantly younger, you were probably doing something that was already similar to this, but this is just another level of that thing. Mm -hmm. And so when you pay attention to the synchronicities in your life, when they start to resurface on another level, you'll start to see that I am actually making progress and when you see those progresses then you can say oh okay I feel great about myself and that will actually help motivate you to keep going so like to answer your question um being here today is a manifestation of something I see for myself because it gives me a platform to start telling my story and using my voice and my voice and my story is very uh it's a very Big thing when it comes to my likeliness, it will transform a lot of lives and things of that nature. So for me, what I see for myself in the next three to five years, let's see, my podcast, Free Rights and Perspectives is going to be one of the most sought after listened to podcasts. People are going to be talking about how their lives just change because they listen to a blah, blah, blah episode. Um, my book, The Nightly Affirmation Journal is going to fuel dreamers, thinkers, and uh, innovators all over the world and people are gonna be talking about how they just did this 30 nights and their life just shifted and they don't know what happened. They discovered their passions, their obsessions, they found their community, like all of that jazz. And then on top of that, you know, your girl gonna be an A-lister cause period. Okay? Like I don't got time. I'm gonna be I'm sitting here with actor today and then I'm gonna be sitting on Oprah show in a few years talking about Oprah girl, let me tell you, let me tell you girl. Okay that's 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 where we go I'm going to be a Shoot.
0: 100% I believe it and that's why I, I wanted to also do the podcast to surround myself with people that I believe are on that path because that's what I want too I want to be directing and producing like 200 million dollar movies all over the world like blockbuster it's just so freaking hard but we have to start with little steps and with little things and going forward with that so how do you train, if we can get now a more like specific tactic, like we we covered the the mindset and thinking about all of that. Now tell me about the day-to-day specific actions and things that you do and how are you thinking about it? Either classes, training, workout at the gym, diet, like all the things that you're putting into place to get to those goals.
1: Okay. Well, a typical day in my life, Axel, what do I do? I wake up Groggy like everyone else, I stutter step to go wash my face. You know, you be like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, you be all stiff in the word. I don't know why I'm so stiff in the word, but it's just not pretty. Got to make the coffee. You got your sugar cup of coffee over there, and then I go check my email and I'm like, mm, what do you what, what emails I got? Oh, I got an audition for this. This looks interesting. This doesn't look interesting, but hey, it's part of the game. Let me go put my face on. Look, I don't wake up every day thinking, oh great, I get to audition. I want to feel that way. That's, that's something I tell myself like, you get to do this, you get to do this. But the truth is, I just wanna book a series, okay? I wanna be a series regular on a major project. So you know what? I don't have to get up and worry about auditioning because I'm too busy, I can't do it any daggone way. I need to go up to Paramount so I can film my show. But that ain't happy yet. So you just do it. There's no real formula. You just do it. If you know you need to look good for the camera, then you just gonna have to work out. You you can't sit and think you're gonna... everyday day can't look the same. That's boring. Like. But there's just certain things you know you need to do. You need to drink some water at least some point throughout the day. You need to work out. You gotta eat. You gotta do your auditions. You gotta self-submit. Whatever you know you have to do, you just have to do it. Don't overthink it. Just do it and things will start to happen.
0: So you said something in there about finding, when you were talking about your book, you said something about finding your community and your tribe and all that. So you live here in LA, everyone hears all the stories about people in LA being fake. The other day I was in New York and someone (laughs) asked me, oh, I feel like people in LA are fake. And then I'm like, why? Like I haven't had that experience. What has been your experience being here in your connections with other actors and actresses and other filmmakers and like photographers and people in the industry in general?
1: I think people are just people. I think once you take the expectations away from people, then they're just people everywhere you go. I mean, fake, not fake. I mean, you could perceive someone as being fake, but they may perceive themselves as being their authentically them. Good, bad. It's, it's all like a perspective thing. It doesn't really matter. When you're around your people and you're vibing, you know you're vibing. You're a creator. You get around other creators. It's going to be a vibe you know it's i don't know people are people
0: so how did you meet your husband and how was that whole process we can get into that so i think um, that's interesting
1: i was on a I got hired to be a a model on a pilot for a scene and he was one of the producers and he was really cool and we just started hanging out i didn't know i thought we were just gonna be friends because i'm like super i'm a social person like i don't I just, I told you, I came here to win. So if I see cool people, I'm like, yeah, I want to be cool with that person and that person. Genuinely, though, like, and then we were hanging out and then, you know, he started to like me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's standing right there. That's why I'm asking the (laughs) question.
1: You know, he was liking me or whatever and then he was, I'm just kidding. No, it just, it, it organically happened. Like, when you meet someone who is like just exceptional, you know, you're dealing with someone exceptional. And then also, he, he operated in confidence like I didn't feel like I was guessing or you know you could be dating and you have to like play games or whatever he wasn't that kind of guy he was just very straightforward in what he wanted and I like that so here we are today
0: that's awesome so I'm very happy for you I think it's kind of rare to find young people married in our industry uh, I got married very young <clears throat> before I came to America and I'm not married anymore and It's rare to see people my age. I got married when I was 21. Wow. And I was married for about 10 years. It's rare to see people being married in their 30s now in in L.A. Yeah. So why do you think is that? And, like, what?
1: I think it's because of, like, culture. Like, pop culture makes it seem like you need to shop around. You need to find yourself before you find someone. But to be honest, like, I wish I heard about this sooner. You know, I didn't grow up with people just happily married. Um, I didn't really see many married people in my life, period. And the ones I did see, they were like cheating on each other or something. So it just didn't look functional. But now that I am young and married, I'm like, I wish I heard about this sooner. Like, I think people should marry young. The younger, the better. I mean, you know, at least 21 or something. But if you find your high school sweetheart, that's cool, too. You should marry young because it blocks out the world. Like, let me tell you, I don't have to deal with guys trying to talk to me and stuff. And if they do, I'm just like, I'm married, darling. I can focus on the stuff I want to focus on. is a lot more quiet. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. There's no noise.
0: Yeah, especially when you are with someone that supports you and like you guys can work together and build something together so what advice would you give to young actresses coming to LA when it comes to dating and that whole scene what would you tell them
1: um well you said actresses so I'm supposed I guess we're talking about women Mm -hmm. so I would say come to LA with the mindset of you're gonna win like you come here for a reason understand that's why you came don't get trapped up trying to go to everybody's party trying to d- don't do that just come here and do what you know you need to do and come with the mindset that you're someone's wife because that is actually a really good title to have and like i said when you, when you come with that mentality then you'll attract like-minded and when you meet when you meet young men who are operating in that it, it just makes life a lot. Like it's okay to be like I'm someone's wife and just be open to that and just do what you got to do like You ain't got to shop around don't shop around you already know what you like when you see it You see some shoes you never seen before you know when you like them you be like, I'm gonna get them shoes It's the same thing. Okay, and let the man find you you ain't got to find him. That's out of order Let the man be the man. Okay, that's it
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. So Paris you get a script you start reading the character, you know, you're auditioning for this person, you get the role and then you start working on it. Mm-hmm. What's your process like? I'm, I'm just curious, I want to learn because I want to be a better director. So what goes through your hair? head when you're reading all of that and when you're on set and like trying to do a scene?
1: Um, well, as far as memorization goes, I have a pretty solid short-term memory bank, <laughs> so I can kind of take it in and just say it a few times like, yeah, 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 yeah. But when I'm on set, what I like to do is I really like to talk to the director personally and I and and I'll and I love when a director is really hands-on like, yeah, and I'm really feeling this and, and she's this. So... Um, me personally, I, honestly, I just lean towards the director. I, I want to make their vision come out with my interpretation. I want to make sure they get what they need. Because at the end of the day, as long as they're happy, I'm happy. If they love it, I love it. That's my mentality on set.
0: That's cool. Do you feel weird about seeing yourself later you know like three months later when you get a first cut and you see yourself how's that process for you
1: you know i heard someone say the other day they had asked another actress a question like when you watch this back do you see yourself or do you see the character because if you see the character then more than likely you did a stellar job and i was like oh that's a good way to think about it and typically i see the character i don't see myself so i like it i don't know If I just saw myself then I don't I will I might feel like I probably could have delivered that a little better. But when I just see the character, that's what I see. The character.
0: What do you do when you're stuck? Like you're on a scene and you're doing take after take after take and it's just not flowing.
1: I realize oh, that's happened before. But to be honest, a lot of times, if that does happen, which it doesn't happen often because, okay, I'm a one-hitter quitter. No, I'm just <laughs> no it, it doesn't happen often, but if it does happen, it's usually because the lighting or something is off, or maybe the director is seeing something that has nothing to do with what I'm doing, honestly. It's usually a production thing, but it can feel personal unless if no one's communicating, it can feel personal. So you gotta like, be like, okay, if you need to take five minutes, then just go take the five. Like, don't don't let people see you get, un, like, unconfident. Because it's just, nobody wants to see that time as money.
0: So, the latest film that you worked on, <clears throat> that you work on with your husband, how is that uh, process? It's a very emotionally charged film, and I'm pretty sure it was interesting, but at the same time, sad. It's one of those pieces where it's like, oh, great, we're making a good piece but oh it sucks that we're making this piece because this is actually happening uh in in the world right now how how was that process working on that movie
1: i'm still pretty new when it comes to film a lot of my work is commercially driven um or it's not very heavily like with dialogue so for me that day when we recorded the court scene in my head i was like remember your lines just remember your lines, just remember your lines. <laughs> That's it. I've been doing theater. I started doing theater when I was like 11. So, it's like, as far as the art of acting, I've, I've done it for a long time. Um, so, I'm never worried about my performance because this is what I'm meant to do. Like, I'm born to do it. My mom named me Paris because she wanted me to have a stage name. Those are her words, not mine. So, this is where I'm meant to be. I just wanted to make sure I remember my lines. That's all. And it was hot in there that day. Yeah, it was hot. So I was hot and I was like, remember your lines, just remember your lines. And even then, my husband, if he remembers, I even leaned towards him. I'm like, okay, is this how you want it done? And I remember him saying, oh, and when you say this line, uh, put your arms out like this, you know? And so I just leaned towards the director whenever I'm not sure. And he actually used that cut because I'm like, people of the jewelry. So yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. So I wanted to ask you about social media, Instagram, like growing your account, all of that. What's your take on it?
1: I don't think I'm the person to talk about that because I I don't know how to do that.
0: Well, I wanted to see, like, what do you think about it? Like, is it something that you pay attention? Has it come up when you're trying to audition for something?
1: Yeah, so there has been uh, some auditions that come up and they're like, how many TikTok followers do you have? We really like your influencer for this, blah, blah. And at times like that, I'm like, dang, that kind of sucks because not all of us are going to have a million followers until we book our, you know, our series and our major network or whatever. Um, but what I can say is, when I do post consecutively, like if I just post like a bunch of professional pictures or something, typically someone will actually DM me. I've uh, booked quite a few shoots on my own through Instagram. Like, hey, we love for you to model for this. And they're like legitimate Los Angeles shoots.
0: Right. Do you feel like it's like a catch 22 if you have the follower, if you don't have the followers, you don't get the role. But if you don't get the role, it's really hard to get the followers?
1: No, because I've booked a lot of projects and it had nothing to do with social media. Social media is not going to dictate whether you become a a great actress or, or just a working actress. But it is an asset. So if you do have the following, it can help. But again, I don't. I wouldn't consider myself having a following. And even I've booked multiple shoots on Instagram. by just utilizing the you know a couple hashtags
0: so what has been your relationship with agents so far have you stayed with the same agency from when you came here
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so for me i've pretty much had the same agent since i first came here i will say there are levels um like like we know you got your caas and your paradigms like your bigger bigger ones who are really owning the industry uh when it comes to representation but um Overall, like as long as you're getting auditions and you're able to like consecutively do it, it'll work. You'll start to book something.
0: So Paris, if you could do any project, I always ask people this question. Time is not a problem. Money is not a problem. What would you love to do?
1: There's Okay, I would love to do an action film starring me, of course. <laughs> Bad ace kicking some... Yeah, like Columbiana, uh, Tomb Raider type feels, okay? And then of course, I would love to do like a series where I was like a, like the fashionista pretty girl with kind of like a spicy edge. <laughs> you hate her, but dang, you love her. That outfit is fly. Where'd she get that? Who did her hair? Those, those are probably like my top two. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious so for this action movie are you training are you doing fighting
1: oh yeah i've got a lot of fight training under my belt so we we uh, me and my husband actually filmed a project recently and he's like cutting it on. I'm like dang that's me like i look sweet i'm not making it up like i look legit so yeah i've been fight training
0: so what do you like about fighting and stuff like that i've been doing some fight training too yes yeah. i want to direct that big blockbuster movie that you yeah, want to do. yeah
1: cast me axel that playing yeah
0: <laughs> so i'm i'm learning how to fight too and it helps like tremendously to know what to shoot but also helps me as a guy to like i know i, I can throw some punches and i can knock some people out if, oh yeah if if we need to how has that worked out for you what are you training what's your favorite like thing that you're doing with with fighting
1: um well it's interesting enough um that gig you were talking about when we when we first met the mm-hmm. the music video i had just started training then so what i there was like this like my spirit was telling me to just start training so i like was running up running a canyon because i was in hollywood at the time and i was i was i was training like i just felt like this warrior spirit and then i ended up booking that after And so from there, I just continue taking like fight for film classes and things like that. And um, I find that it's another asset, you know, the more you're able to do in this industry, the better. Not that I'm trying to be like a stunt person, I'm good on that. But as an actress, having that precision and having that asset on top of everything else just makes me a stronger actress.
0: Thank you so much. And you guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you send the episode
1: to a friend and we'll see you in another one.